and welcome into the second ever edition. We're going to keep counting until we get to uh, a thousand, and then we'll probably stop. Of, of these episodes? Yeah, a thousand. Nice. Then we're just going to stop out of nowhere. And then never go back. Nope. Perfect. But we'll count up until then, so this is the second edition. We welcome you into yet another part of the show. Uh, so far, so good. And uh, before we begin everything today, because we got a locked and loaded show. I love those old cliches in radio. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Oh, it's go. so full here in the show. We can't even. We can't even breathe. It's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say thank you to everyone who did download, listen, subscribe. A lot of great support. Woo, Nick! I can't believe we hit one million downloads. One million downloads. One in million two hours. It was incredible. Two hours. Um, basically, we're the number one podcast in the world. One million. We are, in my opinion, the number one podcast as of right now. Maybe tack off a couple zeros on that list. I'm not quite sure if we did achieve the one million yet. Possibly six zeros off that list, yeah. But I think we're out of single digits, so we're out of Woo! single digits. Maybe Woo! out of doubles, but we're doing good. But soon the million. All the people that said I would be nothing. <laughs> Screw you. Look at him now. He's on a podcast. Sitting at a desk. Freshly Good. shorn, too. Did I know this is an audio medium here for this part of the uh, the podcast, but did you, did you get a haircut or something? No, I just... Shave uh, the beard down? <laughs> Not I looking actually, like a wildebeest? I actually did some work to myself. I uh, I sharpened up, had my hair up. Don't I am not wearing a beanie. I know. Maybe that's the most jarring thing about it. You're not wearing that, that Shirt that tucked in, got matching socks, got jeans, shoes that fit. You sound like a Flo Rida song. And I'm looking fly. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. <laughs> a whole whole Brian's house is looking at me. The dog is looking at you right now. He's like, who is this? What's going on, Corbin? <laughs> Our unofficial co-host. Oh, no. He's an official co-host. I'm the unofficial co-host. Right. Okay. Corbin's the number one. Fair he enough. actually leads the thing. So everything good in your world? Not too uh, bad? Honestly, got out of work this morning, ready to do this podcast. I have my notes pulled up. But uh, yeah, overall pretty good. I hope it, I I heard it's supposed to be crappy out tomorrow, so I'm not looking forward to that. Okay, all right. Well, it is. It's winter time, so I'm expecting it is. that. It is. So well, who know? Who cares? But Nick, before we begin everything, I have some almost like breaking news. Oh, it's hard to have breaking news on this when you do a weekly recorded podcast and everything else of that nature. But there was some breaking news that happened earlier in the week, so not necessarily new breaking news. Did you hear about what happened with Lady Gaga? Oh my God! Yes, the gaga, the 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 gags dogs got kidnapped. Yeah. So this is an interesting story that I can't believe happened. It seems out of a bizarre fairy tale, but welcome to COVID times where people are looking for money any way they can, and there's people grifting all over the place. Oh, dude, they'll steal dogs, they'll steal cats, they stole fish yeah. somewhere. I'm sure. Lady Gaga is not even in the country. She's over in Europe and France, and uh, all of a sudden, her dog walker was taking three of the young little puppers. They're French bulldogs, which are pretty cute oh, dogs. Cute. You can't, you can't get any cuter than a bulldog. They're not as cute as Corbin over there, who is a dynamite, handsome dog. But they're very cute dogs, French bulldogs. So the dog walker goes out there because, of course, Lady Gaga is over across the uh, across the globe in France. Can I don't you, know what she's doing. Can you say that last name again? Gaga. One more time? Yeah, Lady Gaga. Say it for the people in the back? The Gaga. Okay, perfect. Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga. Has these dogs, so they need to be walked because even though they are French bulldogs, they do need some exercise. So they go out and, and they jaunt around, and all of a sudden, a couple of people come up to Lady Gaga's dog walker. And they say... They pull up in a car. Yeah, they say, give us the dog. And a <laughs> Nissan that's not very far away from what mine is, uh, ironically enough. That didn't really sell it for me. Can you do it in like a Batman voice? Well, what? 
when the people pulled up in the car, what'd they say to the dog walker? Give us your dogs. That is not Batman. Give us your dogs. <laughs> Why would Batman be stealing the dogs? Because I, I don't. Okay, first of all, how would they steal the dogs? Did Why you watch that TMZ video? No, I of did not the vehicle see that. pulling up. I, I yeah, I did that, see that. Yeah. That is that is graphic and jarring. Yeah, and I was not expecting. You it. were trying to watch a snuff film because they shot the guy in the chest. Did, did the that dog guy walker. end up die, dying? No, he's alive. Okay. Otherwise, I did not for find that out. No, so basically what they said is like, give us the dogs. He's like, no. And he tried to like fight him off. And then they shot him in the chest too. It's not like, hey, I'm going to shoot you in the leg so I can steal the dog. It's like, hey, I'm probably going to kill you by shooting you in the chest. That scream that he had was the most guttural sounding. (laughs) It's sad. No, I know. It's completely sad. I don't laugh at it. But it is the most like true scream you could ever have. Like there's no faking that. That is pure fear put into your eyes. Thank God he's okay. Thank, and right. also, the dogs are okay. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, this is the, the best part of the story, though, is they finally recovered it. A woman came into the police station and said, hey, I have the dogs, uh, which were named Gustav and Koji, which are pretty cool dog names. Those Koji. Not bad. I love it. Uh, and then eventually, they got it back to Gaga's people. She's still overseas. So it's, again, like, what kind of a dog mother are you? No offense to Lady Gaga. I appreciate her, but, uh, you know. Maybe walk your own dogs in that giant Come yard back. you have. Come back and hang out with your four French bulldogs. Come on. Can you show me your poker face? The best thing about it, though, is they were offering a half a million dollars, Lady Gaga was, for the reward. And it got me thinking, Nick, like, we should mount up. Before this ultimately got resolved, I was imagining us mounting up, going over to to Hollywood. Yeah. And I was thinking about putting on the gold, the blonde mullet. Oh, and I would have the big tits. Yeah, you would nice. have the giant breasts. I would call you Beth, and it would be Dog the Bounty Hunter. Ding, 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 I'm ding. the dog. Gonna find your dogs. No, oh, that would be hilarious. And we need a van. A yeah. big van. And you would need to load up on some bear mace, because that's the essential when you're trying to track down dogs like that. And well, you're, tr- you're sort of a dog bounty hunter. You need to just bear mace the crap out of everything. It's funny you said that because when I saw the notes, I thought they said go out and buy bear mace. So in my car. Maybe we should go and get some bear mace. Or I, have have it? I have some. One entire box of bear mace because I thought you told me to buy it. I don't know what to do with it. So we'll bear mace you after this is done. Fair enough. Sounds good? Sounds good. I'll record it too so everyone else can watch you get bear maced. And I'm just going to leave the- you. We're going to do it in the woods, and I'm just going to leave you there, and you can figure your way out of the bear maze. All of a sudden, the bear maze is gone. You yeah. don't know where it went. Yeah. So that's it. At least the uh, moral to the story here is don't steal some pop star's dogs. The woman who did bring them back never really said, like, really. I guess it's not reported how she got the dogs in the first place. Were well, they just walking around? Did she know the people? Was she just trying to cash in? They didn't even say if she took the money or not either. Yeah, so who it's knows? A, well, it's an ongoing investigation, so they can't say much. But very, very crazy thing. But I'm glad Lady Gaga is able to get her dogs back. Thank you, Lady. Thank you, Lady Gaga. By the way, did you ever hear that the, the, some people from her high school made a Facebook group page like Stephanie? Uh, I can't remember her last name, like Gramada or something. Will never be famous. They made a Facebook group saying about that about Lady Gaga. Is that her real name? Yeah, Stephanie. Uh, is, it's some sort of like an Italian last name. But they made a Facebook group that said she'll never be famous. Look at her now, dude. I know. Could you imagine being so petty to, first of all, do that to a poor high school kid at the time? Bullies. And then second of all, be so bad at your projection and prediction that she becomes like one of the biggest musical icons in the world. Like everyone in the world knows her. Dude, Telephone, such a banger. I think who would she do that song with? Rihanna or somebody? 
Beyonce, maybe. I don't know. It yeah, was Beyonce a good song. wasn't. I'm pretty sure, but. Nonetheless, could you imagine having that kind of vitriol and hate and then being so wrong and then basically probably working a nine to five job somewhere that you hate your life? <laughs> well, I predicted about this podcast a while back. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't. I, Anyone I'll, who hates it is going to be working at like a nine to Not that there's anything wrong with a nine to five. <laughs> no, easy. But I'm just saying like it's going to be a little different. Don't be haters. I will put make the page live in a couple of days. Unless you're me and you have many hatreds of things then you can hate that's fine only that's on fine. rate the hate though all right so that's lady gaga's situation nick you were we were talking the other day about ghost restaurants and uh, a lot of interesting things going on in that world which is it's bizarre if you don't know tell us a little bit about what a ghost restaurant actually is nick so a ghost a ghost restaurant is basically a restaurant that someone has like a let's say like an influencer i'm going to use mr beast as an example yeah um it's a restaurant that like they contract other restaurants to put out their food. So it's basically a ghost restaurant. And what they do is they, they give them money for all like the new grills, new fry and all that. It's it's kind of cool. So it's not it has nothing to do with poltergeist. No, I don't think it does, Brian. I'm a little disappointed now. It's not it's not Although a Ghostbusters theme restaurant. Oh my god, a Ghostbusters theme ghost, ghost restaurant. restaurant? But that kind of defeats the purpose because mm. the ghost restaurants, you, it means you really can't go to the restaurant yourself. Like if if we went and ordered uh, a burger off of a, the Mr. Beast burger, correct, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I can't legit go there and actually order it in person. I don't I've had think people so. who've tried and they can't do it. It's physically impossible. Because you sent these people out to try. No, the guy was like, I'd like to try to see if this actually works. And what happened was uh, he tried and the he couldn't get in. Because it's another restaurant, and they would look at you very weird, be like, what are you trying to do? This isn't that restaurant. This is this restaurant, because it's literally just made within another established restaurant. How could we get a ghost restaurant? And what would our ghost restaurant be called? Um, I think we just call it Spookies. We just call the it Stack Deck Spooky Grill. No, we just oh, call Spooky, because it's a ghost restaurant. Yeah, we just call it Spookies. What? And we, we come only up with like all these great ideas we, on this podcast. Right. None of these are ever going to be done. Though. We sell burgers, Spooky's burgers, ghost peppers on it. I love it. But what about this? Mm-hmm. What if it's where it's Spooky's ghost restaurant? What if you just get a burger and there's nothing in it? <laughs> the bag. The bag just says we sell asp- uh, uh, apparitions. Like, like those alien. I went to a gas station out in Las Vegas, like by Area 51, and there was this bag of beef jerky that said invisible beef jerky and it was 21 dollars and i bought it it had nothing in it nothing in it nope just a seasoning packet at the bottom okay interesting yeah i I, like that i think we could just we could get mason jars and say there's ghosts inside of it and sell it i'll get working i'll get the workshop going. okay that sounds good Uh, the one thing that is really cool about these uh, ghost restaurants though is that Guy Fieri actually has one, and they're starting to go and pop up throughout the United States. It's called Flavortown. That I, is a perfect name for his restaurant. I've never been to his actual Flavortown restaurants, but these ghost restaurants intrigue me because Guy Fieri's pretty badass. Not going to lie. That hair, when you see that hair, you know that he means business. He does mean business, but it also got me thinking, like, if Flavortown is a ghost restaurant, why couldn't it be established into legitimate restaurants? And even more so than that, Nick... Why couldn't Flavortown be a real city in the United States? (laughs) 
I want Flavortown to be a real place. I will Flavortown, tear down USA. I will tear down the establishments of any main city to establish Flavortown as long as Guy Fieri will establish residence here. Let's okay. There's a perfect small town mm-hmm. outside of Howland called Lowell. It has like a population. Oh, I know that. Yeah, of yeah. a thousand people. Yep. Just change it to Flavortown. I don't even need we. There's some unmarked territory out Maine as That's well. That's true. That up we above Millinocket, yeah, and even just down on down east, we can easily make this work. So it, my idea and thought process is we have to make Flavortown and we have to make it Guy Fieri related, right? What would that ensue? That's my question. Of course, the mayor of Flavortown is obviously Guy Fieri. He runs and rules with an iron fist. But everyone, has, everyone has to have. His haircut and his shirt. Everyone's walking around with like a flame shirt and crazy hair. Would be cool. Um, mode of transportation. All of these streets. There are streets, but then you can also go by way of bread boat on cheese sauce canals. Nice. Right? What are the bridges made of? The bridges are made of beef wings. <laughs> Not beef wings, chicken wings. What are beef wings? Beef wings. They're literal <laughs> wings from buffaloes. They're delicious. Beef wings. Uh, so we got chicken wings. Chicken wings as, so we got cheese sauce as the river. Yep. And you can- Bread you, boats as boats. Yep. Chicken wings as the bridges. What are the buildings made of? The buildings, those are made of just bacon. Just- Incredibly stacked bacon. The stack deck bacon. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Something we can sell at our ghost restaurant. And then the cars have to be like really nice red convertibles. SpongeBob movie, the Patty Mobile. Okay. Yeah. But he Everyone, always drives around in a red convertible, so I'm thinking about doing that one. Everyone red convertible. What else? What else can we put in there? We're gonna need a gift shop. People are gonna be coming by all the time. Right. I'm thinking like maybe a pasta park. Pasta park would be nice. A pasta park would be delightful. Would that have? A spaghetti slide. A spaghetti slide, a linguini lounge. A Twizzler swing. That, but that wouldn't be... Is it Twizzler or pasta? No. I mean, no, like like the candy well, Twizzlers. But it's I, not, I mean, you can't have it in the pasta park, man. You're ruining so only it. only pasta. So like a penne slide. Or we already got yeah. like a chicken Alfredo dunk tank. Right. I think this makes it work. This makes some sense. Okay, so we got the pasta park down. The pasta park That's is such, down. Like how buildings many of bacon. I think this is going to work, Nick. What about an amusement park? An amusement park in Flavortown. A marinara flume with a breadstick going down the flume. <laughs> I think that works. Welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> Welcome to Flavortown. I bet you. This cannot be the first time that this thought has come about. Because what, for Guy Fieri? <laughs> no <laughs> way. It's not the first time. He probably dreams about this every night. What? So what would his actual flavor town look like? If, he, if he's thinking about this every night, what would his flavor town actually be? What is Guy Fieri's favorite thing? Do we know? I don't know. I'm just I'm formulating off of Guy Fieri what you think it could be. I think cheeseburger buildings would be better. Okay. And bacon buildings. Bacon buildings, dude, like, you what go about, to touch a wall, then you touch your eye, and then there's salt in your eye. Well, I think in Flavortown, you're not necessarily worrying about that kind of stuff. You don't really Who care. Who would be the type of person to live in Flavortown? Uh, anybody. Any sane, rational person. Who wouldn't? You would live in Flavortown. Well, like, let me tell you, a day after we set up that pasta park, it's going to be molded. 
A day after we erect the building is going to be molded. No, it's not. It's Flavortown. It's a magical place Nothing where everything ever lives. Nothing ever molds. Don't you hate on Flavortown? Okay. Flavortown's the best. Name. I'm all in for Flavortown. I'll, I'll put every cent I have into making a Flavortown. All right. We're going to establish this place. We're going to make it. We're going to christen something Flavortown, and uh, Guy Fieri's going to enjoy it, and he's going to have an awesome time with his marinara bread flume. I'm just going to put that out there. And you got to have the shield so the people that wash like don't get just wet. Just get soaked in marinara. <laughs> just look like they got murdered. Yep, except murdered by fantastic marinara sauce. And every diners, drive-ins, and dash, all those ones, those are all just going to be Guy Fieri just going to different places in his town. I, I think we can make this happen. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. All right. It's done. All right, Nick, uh, you, you had something here. Chanel oh West Coast, what's, what's this about? So she has, <laughs> she has like a new single called Easy. And when it comes to like new music. Who, who is this person, by the way? Chanel West Coast. Yeah. She was <laughs> Rob Deardek's secretary on uh, um, Fantasy Factory. She's a co-host on Ridiculousness. Which, by the way, have you seen the schedule for MTV? It's like no. ridiculousness, ridiculousness, ridiculous, like, ridiculous, 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 twenty four seven, and then like the MTV's the challenge just randomly. In Rob Deerdeck has to be one of their biggest money makers, bar none. Or they signed a deal deal where he makes no money and they could just syndicate it completely, and he gets like ten cents every episode. Oh, when you own your own shoe company, I guess you kind of. But anyway, I uh, I'm gonna just say it. I think that she might have the most annoying laugh in the world. It's like. So freaking like weird. a chicken, dude. It's like a dolphin, and but when I hear her sing, it has got to be the most cringy song I've ever heard in my entire life. I want you after the podcast, give it a listen. Oh, I've already listened to it, Nick. How do you feel about it? First of all, I can't believe that's the same person. She got some sort of like weird body modifications. Did you see where it was shot? No. It was shot in the Fantasy Factory, dude. Does she still have a connection with Rob Deerdeck and stuff like that? Because that's just bizarre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Rob Deerdeck even, like, posted, like, all over oh, social. Okay. Like, I think maybe, like, what if he funded it? He might have. Who knows? And and because of the amount it's run on MTV, I'm sure she's probably got some sort of a cachet with the younger audience. She does not look like the same human being, though. I The reason I wanted to talk about this is what happened to good music? Anybody can sing songs now. Anybody can put anything the out. The 2000s happened? I don't know. SoundCloud is like a thing. And I just, I want to go back to where influencers are just influencers and don't feel the need that they have to write a song and sing about it. Right. Though I think we should make a song at some point. Well, it's different for us. We're not influencers. We're just two no. average guys. I'm going to make a song and I'm going to have you star in it. Can we We're call it Influencer? <laughs> No, no, no. It's just going to be... No, no, no. It's going to be something else. I, I, I'll, I'll brainstorm some things. I've got some ideas for the music video. I'm writing People a song... People actually think that this is going to happen when you say this. It's going to happen, Nick. I've already thought about this. I'm we, not a good we, singer. I, we are gonna, I don't need you to sing. <laughs> I just need you to star in the music video. Oh, wait. So I'm not going to sing? You might. I don't know. Um, it's a music video and I'm just in it doing what? Yeah. Have you seen that? You're going to be the uh, the model. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. This is a little tease to what the whistle. I've got some ideas how I want to have you star in this music video. Shirtless? Oh, you know it, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rough. I feel bad. For You're going to be just like Jonah Hill, who's embraced his body. You're going to be embracing your body Dude, in the music Jonah video. Jonah Hill looking fit. 
He does look fit, but I, I do feel happy that he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be like Leonardo DiCaprio, though he's sometimes not the fittest of dudes. He's like, I'm not going to be like The Rock, ripping out of my clothes with muscles and everything. But he's okay with that. Zac Efron. Sure, you're just Ripped. naming. What are you just naming? Shirtless, like muscular <laughs> no. dudes now. No, you said Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You yeah, because he's him beefy. It. And then you're but like, then 21 jump. Uh, not 21. the Knicks. Like, I have to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> Zac Efron's got a Bay- body that will not quit. <laughs> Baywatch. They they had David you know, Hasselhoff now too. You <laughs> <laughs> went to Hasselhoff. Nick's like, oh, have you seen Channing Tatum? <laughs> My God, beach body already in March. That's not- Let's talk about the next topic. Uh, I think this is my topic. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible <laughs> fit for days. Simon Pegg. Simon Cowell, also deceptively Dad buff. Dad bod. Oh, are you kidding me? Simon Cowell, deceptively buff. What? You've never seen that? Yeah. Do I need to look buff. this up right here live? You can if you want to. Well, just, how would just, I? just type in Simon, Simon Cowell muscles. Cowell this is now on my search history forever. Forever in the history. It's always Whoa! Just, yeah. He's a beefcake, man. What a beefcake. What is this guy doing? I thought he was like dad bod guy. No. That is. Look at you. He's got like a, a dick pinch. <laughs> Never say those words ever again in my presence. <laughs> what is that? Like a crotch chop? Like when you can like see your abs yeah. go down? There's some other words for it. I'm just not going to get into it. I feel uncomfortable now after you brought up this conversation. Listen. And then not- now is now there's there's visible drool coming out on your face. There is not. there. No. There is not drool. Don't do that to me. Uh, the court awards USS Pueblo crew $2.3 billion after being held hostage by North Korea. Do you know when this happened? I uh, uh, a few years back, nineteen sixty-eight. What? That that long ago? Yeah. So the Korean War was in the fifties. So they're just now. So on January twenty-third, nineteen sixty-eight, the USS Pueblo, a Navy intelligence vessel, is engaged in a routine surveillance of the North Korean coast when it got intercepted by a North Korean patrol boat. Then they got taken hostage. Their families got nothing, dude. And now the settlements are just starting to come. How whack is that? Well, at first it's weird because it's like, God, in the 60s, so you're talking about 40 plus 20. You're talking about another 60 years since then. Yeah. So the people are probably dead or very old. Most likely ill, old, and decrepit, yeah. I thought this might have been something like new in North Korea. When I sent this to you, I thought it was brand new. But then I got a little confused because I heard nothing about it. So then I looked it up and it's like, oh, this happened in 1968. 1960s. Interesting. How much money do you say it was? Uh, $2.3 billion. And how many people are they paying that out to? Do you have any idea? A lot. I'm glad that everyone's okay. Okay, so it's not like uh, two or three. But listen, um, when the North Koreans opened fire, they wounded the commander and two others. I don't think anyone... I couldn't get anything on anybody dying. Okay. If they did die, I hope they're okay. But this, uh, this brought up a question that you asked. Um, yep. What would it be worth being captured for that kind of money? And well, I think when you thought this, I think Nick, my bigger point is what is the least amount of money you would have to be given to be captured by North Koreans? The Loch Ness monster would be tree fitty, tree fitty. <laughs> but I think for me, a billion is too little. Two billions too little. Too little to be captured by North Koreans? Yes. 
Okay, let's set the... You have to be captured by North Koreans for a minimum of three years. So you're going to live in North Korea. You're captured there. They, You are their prisoners mm. for three years. Do I get to play basketball with Kim Jong-un? And Dennis Rodman. Yes? For sure. Okay, so I'm so you're, I'm, you're less, saying I'm going down in my money now. I'd probably... A billion dollars is your no, starting no, no, point? No, it's ridiculous. Was, it was when I... Now I get to know I get to play basketball. Right. Um, Two million. Two million. I'd be captured by North Korea for $2 million. I would be captured for less than that. I'm going to undercut you. Give me, for two years, 200, 200 grand. <laughs> two grand. I, I dad thought you were going to say $200. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what would be a reasonable wage to be able to live off of and then, like... What is North Korea's, like, what is their wages? No, no, no I'm not talking North Korea wages. I'm talking, like, American wages. No, but what, what are you going to be making compared to the average pleb in north korea oh you're probably gonna be making some decent money in north korea but you're not talking about that you're a prisoner in north korea so that's who cares true. that corbin did not like this no he, he's, he wants some money he's like i don't want to go <laughs> to north Corbin's korea like i'll go to like I'll get 200 500. grand and uh, i will go be a prisoner in north korea that's no, perfect well, they, they, you can they come can back and you'd have 200 grand I kim jong-un probably listening to this and being like dude this guy's chief like, let's go crap done deal but you can't murder me and i can't be tortured no torture that just takes away the fun. I'm just going to put that out there. I got one question for you. Sure. What's your What's your question? Uh, I was waiting for you to hit the button. For what? For the next segment. The next segment. This is why. You can't do this. <laughs> I'll give you credit. You were smooth. I was. What but I, I didn't want to I don't want to veer into your smoothness. I was impressed, but I wasn't too impressed. What are you watching? What you watching? I'm watching a lot of different things, Nick. You're watching more different things than I am. But we are watching two shows that are the same. Though. We do have to go back because this is uh, going to officially be the NBC comedy new show podcast. We, we are, should rename it to NBC. We are watching. We are stands of this new NBC lineup. Uh, no, Keenan first, Young Rock second. Uh, we're trying to give it a, a nice go through because Keenan Thompson, which by the way, did not realize his name was spelled with one E. I thought it was two E's for the longest Dude, time. When I you wrote that on the first rundown, yeah, and when I typed that in on Peacock, I'm like Key E E N A N. Nothing came up. Yeah, it's jarring though, isn't it? Yeah, because you would expect it to be Key. You know, I always thought I thought did he change his name? Did he shorten it over the years? I always I, thought watching like Nickelodeon back in the day and all that, mm-hmm. it always had two E's, but maybe I'm just an idiot. I you sure about that? I thought so, but maybe not. Your mind's going. Nick, thoughts on Keenan episode two. We weren't huge fans of episode one. Did episode two strike your fancy more? Remember? <laughs> did it remember? tickle your twine? I'm so glad you said twine there. Um when last podcast if you guys were listening if you did thank you um we i said that i would i was able to write an a show off after the second episode i think we kind of said it as a joke or i said it as a joke i'm done with keenan what i am done i think it's the cringiest show that i've ever watched in my life i don't even like the the way it's structured the best character to me is still the dad um they desecrated a flag? It's just a weird concept because... It, it is so whack. So, I, and again, if you didn't hear the first episode, we'll just do a quick synopsis on what it's about. It's about Keenan, who's like this local TV morning show host uh, down in Atlanta. 
His wife had died from some sort of illness back a couple of years ago, so he's dealing with twin daughters, and he's got a best friend played by Chris Redd, and then Don Johnson plays his dad, which is a very weird dynamic. And he, everything that happens in his life basically reminds him of his wife. And it's like, it's everything. Everything. It, it, crab sauce to the closet that, well, that is her closet, so. It's just very weird because it's not like developing the story and maybe they'll do it eventually but currently it's just like who is oh this show God. made for it it's made it's for ma- people. it's got to be made for people that are widows because it's not made for me i think what they tried to do is they veered for the modern family type vibe but made it like a sitcom too much but then also said hey we want to tug at the heartstrings a little bit and it just doesn't fit and the biggest thing i realized I looked up and I said, you know what the issue is? It's the writing. The writing is horrible in this show because they have no sort of semblance of where they want to go to. Fortune Femster is a really good comedian. She plays, like I think, with the the weather girl in that. Yeah. like And she's yeah. handcuffed and she's one of the worst parts of the show, even though she's an incredible comedian, um, because the writing's horrible. That's what it is. And I actually looked up the writers. There's like four or five writers on there, and all the credits are like either horrible shows or maybe one decent show, it's the writing. It's Who's that the NBC guy, Lorne Michael? Yeah, he's the guy who did SNL. He, and he's, he's an the executive producer. producer. But he's an executive producer on anything SNL cast members do. Like Will Ferrell sometimes in some of the early movies, Night at, Rock, at the Roxbury, stuff of that ilk, he's always an executive producer, but has bar- barely any sort of stuff into it. Jimmy Fallon show. It's uh, the night show with Jimmy Fallon. Lorne Michaels is a producer if you look at the credits on that. Just, Just because Jimmy Fallon Cancel came the show. It. Cancel it. Cancel it right now. I I, I, will I couldn't say- find it on my app. I thought they had canceled it after one episode when I tried <laughs> no. to watch it because I couldn't watch it live. Uh, I like Keenan. I would just reboot it with something completely different. You can I, even keep some of the cast Keenan and Kel too. Just do something different. It just doesn't work. And the writing can't save it at this point. I'll still watch it just to watch it as like nope. a guilty pleasure. Nope. It's uh, it's not good. I will say next week if it's on the rundown, I'm ignoring it. Nope. I want you to continue to watch it. No. We're going to continue to watch it every <laughs> single week. I need you to spend the 30 minutes to watch it. It's actually only 20 minutes too, even with the commercials on Peacock. It's like super quick. You know what's way better than Keenan though? Young Rock, baby. Young uh, Rock. Layeth the smacketh down. We uh, we I add, love the show. We added the Rock. What do you mean? Oh, added we, the rock? On, we we added it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm. My goal here is to have the rock is eventually have the rock tweet interact us with us. That's what I want to see. I want to have I, the rock. I, and you know what? Maybe on Tuesday, if I'm not doing anything, because unfortunately, some of the other stuff, my other side hustles, like broadcasting high school games, have gotten in the way of me watching it live. Mm. I'm gonna start watching it live, and I'm gonna start tweeting at the rock and live tweeting, live tweeting the show. Okay. Follow along on Twitter at Stack Deck Pod. S T A C K E D. D-E-C-K-P-O-D. Very well done. On Twitter. Uh, but I love this show. It's great. It's exactly what Keenan should have been, but it's, it didn't happen to be. Young Rock is fun, and you might think, why would I watch Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like life? But the second episode actually kept you in one little sphere, and it's basically like one story of The Rock's life, and it's kind of found its form in the high school realm. I think maybe next, yeah. next week they might go in the college scene. Well, because like it's the, phenomenal. the first episode, they went from kid to high school to college. Right. And now, like, I I like high school uh, Dewey. I think high school Dewey's the best. Because he's kind of a nerd. He's, he's a nerd. He's a he's a criminal. 
Well, yeah, he's stealing stuff. He's stealing stuff to, to Big Butt Becky or but, whatever her name is. But to impress the, the Beckys. Is it the no, Beckys? The Karens. They Karens. were the Karens. Yeah. The big Booty Karen. Yeah. Big Booty Karen looking fine. But that's the thing I like about The Rock is he's so cool now. But you see sort of how everyone acted like in high school where you always have these hormones running through your body. You have no idea what's going on. You're just trying to get through it. And The Rock was just one of us, except still probably much more gifted because he looked like a 25-year-old even when he was 16. But... I will say this, if Sandy interrupts that interview Random one more park. time, I'm going to flip out. I'm adding Sandy the second we leave here. I'm going to add whoever plays Sandy and say, if you interrupt The Rock during his interview one more time, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I love that show. I think it's really well done. Randall Park is all over the place. Hollywood loves him. The, everyone loves The Rock. It's very true to, to wrestling sense, too. As you know, I'm a big fan of wrestling. Uh, I love what, I love what they did with tying in the actual elements of wrestling. Like, wrestling at a flea market legitimately happens still to this day. Are you a yeah, wrestling fan? Yeah, shut up. You know, <laughs> you know it's whoa, true. Wait, whoa, whoa. Look at all this wrestling stuff. You yeah. have... I oh, got Ric Flair up there with the Four Horsemen, baby. Do you have... Um, the Rock, yeah. No, there. The Rock's dead. Rocky Johnson? Yeah. He just got an action figure recently. Are you going to get it? I have not seen it in stores yet, but if I do, I probably will get the Soul Man. Do you think he got... That because of the show? No, 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 no. They 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 go through and they they try to get that too. But uh, no, I, I love Young Rock. I I like how he punched the guy out for calling wrestling fake at the end. Never Everything, say the f word, dude. Right. Everything about this show is great. And kudos to the Rock. I thought this was the stupidest concept initially. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. I thought it was a really dumb idea. Who cares about the Rock's life enough to have it be a weekly TV show? He has proven me wrong time and time again. Kudos to the writers, kudos to the actors, kudos to The Rock for the idea, and NBC taking a chance on it. I was just about to say before you started clapping, I wish we had a clap track. That way we could play it. <laughs> I will get that on for next time. Um, do we want to go into... Yeah, so, go into the... You've been watching something outside of our two weekly ones. It's uh, a movie that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. I am the biggest Jack Black fan. You like Jack Black, okay. I have liked Jack Black since I was a kid. Um, oh, no. Is this a bad thing? No. This, gonna, this sounds negative. No, I'm just I'm prefacing why I'm rewatching this. Okay. Don't interrupt me. What I'm you? sorry. Okay, it do you want me to like say you happier? Gonna, it sounds like... I have been the biggest Jack Black fan since I was a kid. I absolutely love Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny, and I've started rewatching it again. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like... But this movie's awful, and I'm like, that's no, not the awful. movie's it's not awful. Movie. The movie's amazing. Yeah, so the reason I'm rewatching it is because the, there's like this like <laughs> this little improv part in the beginning where like they're looking at each other's face, and he's like, "You are more than a man. You're a shimmer shining god," like that. And the way that they look at each other freaking gets me every time. The comedy is still funny to this day. The fact that this movie isn't talked about more often pisses me off because it is so well done. And the beginning at the THC logo where they're farting and it makes the THC like, bah! it was amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny, also has a banger of a soundtrack. Yep. And I love metal music. It's got one of the best albums out there. I bought it. You have the Tenacious D album. I do. I have it somewhere. I'll show it to you I can't even say that. I don't even have that. I own it. Um, also on top of that, it is one of those movies that's like a guilty pleasure. It holds up. As you alluded to, Nick, absolutely love that movie. 
It's one of those ones along with Hot Rod. Have you seen that one with uh, Andy Samberg? You've never seen Hot Rod? No. Those are two of the movies that if you like comedy movies, you have to check out. They're hilarious. Hot and Rod. Never, ever have seen, like hardly anyone's seen them, but they're like cult classic movies. Hot Rod is, uh, I'll just go into this because I watched it recently. It's Andy Samberg and the guys from Lonely Island, basically. Danny McBride's in it, too. It's about this guy who has a stepfather who doesn't really respect him. He's he's probably around like 18, 20 years old, Andy Samberg's character. Is this the movie where he's a stuntman? He's a stuntman. Yeah, like dude, and like they're walking through the town and it starts exploding and like yeah. riots happen. Okay. Well, I've, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. And they have this little, little thing with him and... Um, I can't remember the guy's name from Lonely Island, but uh, they go back and forth. It's just really hilarious. It's so stupidly dumb. If you like highbrow comedy, it's not your thing. But if you like stupid things, you can just sit back and laugh at. Like Napoleon Dynamite should have been. I okay. hate Napoleon Dynamite. I think that movie's cringy, to be honest, and a lot of people shit on me for it. But Hot Rod is one of those movies which I actually enjoy. It's really good. It's so lowbrow. It's kind of stupid humor, but uh, I think Isla Fisher's in it, too. Yeah. It's yep. really good. It's very well done. So it's kind of like Pick a Destiny, though. They're like classic cult, cult, uh, cult classic movies that you have to watch. If you have not watched Nature's D and the Pick a Destiny, please watch it, and then tell us how you felt about it. I'm going to have to watch it this week. I'm going to rewatch it again. I'm glad. I'm glad I could bring light to it. You know what I've been rewatching recently? I do because you wrote it on the rundown. Well, you don't. You can just pretend like no, you didn't Brian. Know what it. have you? <laughs> it's one of the greatest TV shows. I'm going to go out there. That's like bingeable in the background, out there, where you you can watch it, but you don't have to necessarily intently watch it. But it's enjoyable if you do watch it. But also, if you miss something, you're not going to be completely confused. It's Psych. With, Explain the plot to me. So, you, have you seen Psych before? Not one episode. Okay, so imagine like Law and Order or SVU or NCIS, kind of like those crime shows. But imagine the main character is this guy who's incredibly smart. His dad's a, a former detective with the police department in town, Santa Barbara. And they're intelligent. They know everything that's going on. Uh, but he didn't ever want to become a police officer. So he became a psychic detective. He is not actually a psychic, but what he's able to do is he's able to observe things, notice them, and then pretend it's a psychic premonition that and he helps solve cases. But under the guise that he's a psychic, he's just an incredible detective who just never wanted to become a detective. Any famous actors that might lead me into watching this? Corbin Burnson plays the dad. Don't know who that is. You don't know Corbin Burnson? Don't make me look it up because oh I'm my far God. away from Fifth my Element? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Fifth Element. I know who you're talking about. Um... James Roday is in it. Okay. Who you might not recognize off off the top, but he's a really good actor and is the perfect titular character in this. He plays Sean Spencer, who is psych. What is Dulé Hill? Titulature mean. Okay, let's say <laughs> Dulé Hill um, is phenomenal in it as well. He plays Sean's best friend and also partner. Maggie Lawson's in it. Uh, Timothy Obudsman. Uh, or Budson, I can't remember exactly how to pronounce his last name. He's in it as well. And there's cameos. Keenan Thompson actually makes a cameo in this. Who are you looking up? I'm looking up what Titlich <laughs> You don't even know how to spell it. No. What I no. will say, Psych holds up. It's got one of the best Rotten Tomatoes scores out there. It's free to watch on Peacock. You don't need a subscription. All you need is just an account. And it's one of the most fun shows. It's what NCIS could be if it was a comedy. It's just really fun to watch. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'll watch it. It's really good. I, I'm it, and the best part maybe is, Keenan Thompson in this is better than his actual show, <laughs> right. and that will redeem him for me. 
I will give this one two thumbs up. It's a must watch for people who enjoy the crime genre stuff. Are we going to start doing ratings? No, no, no. How I much you watching? I two thumbs give, up sounds like a rating. I wasn't ready for a rating. You didn't put that on the rundown. Credit, Pick a Destiny gets five thumbs up. Credit where credit... No, you can't just give arbitrary thumbs up. Do you have five thumbs? You have two thumbs. I just give it two thumbs up. You can't give it we'll five talk. thumbs up we'll, unless you're... Well, unless we're we're going to talk after thumb. the podcast about that. But Psych is a good show. Watch it. It's funny. It's got like eight seasons in two movies What's all it on? on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> beat, beat me to it. It's a it's a phenomenal show. So that's what I'm gonna put out there. Oh, I'm glad to know what you were watching. Yes, that is what we were watching for this week. Uh, Nick, I, I also have to bring up. I was looking around the other day and I noticed some sports news, and one that's a little close to me. I know uh, my old boss actually was good friends with Kobe Bryant back in the day, and I heard some Kyrie Irving talk recently. And Kyrie's crazy because he's got the flat earth theory and everything. He is. uh, He is a guy. Yeah. But I do agree with him on this sort of semblance of maybe recreating a logo for the NBA and doing it to Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant, of course, perished in that horrific helicopter accident with his daughter and a whole slew of others, too. Just a horrible, horrible thing uh, just over a year ago. And I think this might be time to change the logo up. You think of all the brands in the world, too. Like, every single brand has a logo rebrand at some point. Why not the NBA? How long has the NBA had that logo? It's been forever. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but Jerry West is the logo. He's been there for years. It's oh, pretty so iconic. Oh, so the logo is actually based off it's of based off of oh, Jerry wow. West, yeah. Okay. Uh, it makes, it, it's cool. It, it's synonymous. People see it, they think NBA right away. I'm not sure if I necessarily am enamored with the logo. I think it's time to change it up. Again, Coca-Cola changed their logo. Pepsi changed their logo. Uh, everything changes over the years. Even mascots and college football teams will change up from time to time. Right? Coke and Pepsi changed their logo. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. So I'm fully in favor, and so is Vanessa Bryant. She's also in favor of changing up the logo. I think this is a good idea. Of course, that's Kobe's wife. Right. Yeah. Well, I, th- I figured people could people lean into that, really but I, I, I appreciate the clarification. You're, you're welcome. So uh, You told me to grab some ideas. Yeah. So let's let's go through some ideas on some new sports logos that we could change up. Also, if the NBA is changing up, why not rebrand a whole bunch of other people and other teams and other entities? Change that up. I'd like to be completely clear and upfront with the audience, as always. You mean you are like six feet apart, right? Yeah, we're over six feet. Yeah. When I rub my beard like this, do you think they can hear it in the mic? Oh, probably. Yeah. I've been doing that an awful lot. <laughs> but anyway, sorry if you could hear that. I just thought I'd apologize. I think golf, the logo for golf, the PGA logo sure. specifically, should just be an outline of Bill Murray's head with his hat. Oh, I like that. Because he has Caddyshack. his own golf company, uh, William Murray Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like a lot of great clothing and stuff like that. And okay. I think he's done a lot for the sport of golf, bringing it to light and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe throw some light his way. I think they should connect more with people of my ilk. They're always trying to get younger. They're trying to get more people playing golf. So what better way to encapsulate the PGA Tour and golf and getting the casual fan in there other than a silhouette of me shanking a shot to the far right? I have seen that happen. I think I, that would be phenomenal. It would it would ingratiate themselves with the common man. I've also seen you throw your club before. <laughs> 
What better way? I don't want to see people hitting perfect shots. I want to hear. I want to see someone shanking the shot and the logo, making me feel better about myself. So, like with one hand up, the other hand still has the club going like this, and you just mm-hmm. see the ball go off to the right. Yep, completely okay. off to the right. Yep, just a silhouette of me, perfect swing, but the ball going in the complete opposite direction. Does <laughs> Does volleyball have a logo? Uh, I'm not sure, but what do you got? <laughs> if the, uh, this. <laughs> So with volleyball, guys are always like pervy with volleyball. I feel Way like. too much, yeah. Um, so why not just have it be the outline of a girl's ass? <laughs> okay, interesting. I mean, you're going with the sex appeal there. I get exactly. That. It's gonna bring it's gonna bring a lot of people in, um, and it's it's gonna be like it's very friendly. And if you flip it to the side, it'll, it's gonna look like a hill. So I feel like it, you know. It can't. You can think of it as a girl's ass, but really, it's just a hill that these volleyball players have to go over to reach their potential. All right. Okay. We'll table that one for now. What? What? We'll what do you got? Give me one. Ultimate Fighting Championship. It's okay. something near and dear to my heart. I love watching the UFC. Yeah. When you think of UFC, what do you think? Dana White. Well, other than Dana White, like in terms of like the octagon. You think of the octagon. You think of violence, right? Yeah. What way to exemplify violence more than Francis Ngannou knocking Alistair Overeem's head completely off his body? Ooh, like a fatality. Yeah, literally that happened a couple of years ago. Not, I mean, not literally. His head's still attached. Alistair Overeem actually fought a, a month ago. But he uppercutted him, and his head whipped back. No better logo to exemplify the violence than Alistair Overeem just completely decapitating someone. Or uh, Francis Ngannou decapitating somebody. I like that one. I think that one's actually practical. That's a good I, one. Yeah. What else you got, Nick? I think, um, you know, the sport cricket. I'm not sure if it has a logo. A lot of these, I wasn't actually even sure if they had a logo. So really, I'm inventing the logo. You're helping them out. I think cricket should be a person with a cup of tea while they're on a horse playing uh, polo. So you're, you're combining Which, two sports. <laughs> no. So I, I think cricket's such like a, you know, like a posh sport. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think of it like that. So why not have an even more posh sport as the logo? Really throw people for a loop. Oh, so the cricket logo should just be someone playing, playing polo. polo. I like it. It's not bad. NFL. What about this? Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy. Ooh. Just him throwing it. Do you think Tom Brady could throw that thing for a spiral? Oh, for sure. Wow. I also had one for the NFL. Yeah. I love yours, by the way. That beats mine. Um, I think it should be changed to like a ball that's just about to burst from overinflation. <laughs> just like the needles plugged in. Yeah, like and the needles just... still going and it's like Wild E. Coyote like pushing it like TNT and just put the blow. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Speaking of football, let's go to another football. FIFA. Oh, soccer. You think of goals, right? A guy flopping. Because soccer right now, I love it to death, is basically just a guy's flopping around. And it's not just flopping, it's guys flopping without contact. Mm-hmm. And like in soccer, like I've watched a couple soccer games in my day. Every time they get hit, it just seems like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're always like on their backs, like crying. And I just, I don't understand it. Like soccer is very much a contact sport. If you can't take it, get off the field. Right. All right. You got any other Dodgeball. Dodgeball. The logo should just be a wrench. <laughs> just a wrench moving towards you? Yes. If you can dodge wrench, you can dodge ball. Okay. What about uh, the MLB? Oh, yeah. 
You got one for the MLB? I've got a couple for the MLB. Let's I hear yours first, though. I think it should just be a needle of steroids. Just steroids? Yep. Just a giant needle of steroids with maybe like a ref behind it injecting it into his arm. What about instead Jose Canseco having the ball hit off his head? Ooh. For a home run. <laughs> it's not bad, right? So like lined up like a T-ball shot, hitting it off his head for a home run. No, no, no. He actually had that happen to him in real life. He was in the outfield playing outfield, and the ball bounced off his, off his head, head and, went, and went for a home run. Wow. That should be the shot. Yeah. that. I, how how can you top that? What's another one that you have? I've got one more. One last one for us here. Randy Johnson exploding the bird on a pitch in spring training. Oh, that was so rough to watch. That was... Just exemplifying the power of Major League Baseball and Randy Johnson... Him destroying a bird. <laughs> when dude, when he did that and was just like this, dude, you could feel like his day just got ruined. And you know they like crapped on him for it so hard. I like it. I think those are some good logos right there. I wonder if PETA ever came after him for that. I'm not sure. I hope not, because it wasn't his fault. The no, bird just the bird had a suicide mission. Really? There should be like a reverse PETA for when animals run across roads. Right. Uh, okay. Well, so we got some good ideas out there. Hopefully someone picks up some and then we can see how it works out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I feel like we can do better. Uh, some sports news too. It's a little variant of that, but it kind of fits in the logo thing. Is have you heard of Top Shots, Nick? No. So Top Shots, uh, instead of trading like baseball cards and stuff like that, what they're doing now is the NBA partnered with somebody, and you can basically get packs of video clips. So it can be a guy with a really cool assist, or it could be a dunk of something like that. But you can basically. Buy a pack and then you will own video clips of different basketball. And like in like a card pack? So no no no, it's not like a card pack. It's all virtual. It's online. Okay. And they have their own website? Yeah, you can go and you can actually go out tonight and you can get I, some top shots. I purposely didn't research this because I saw it on the rundown. I wanted you to explain it to me because yeah. I heard them talk about it on the Barstool Radio. I think it was on the Yak. And they were talking about this, and like I'm not sure if you know Spider, uh, he he had made some money off it and everything, but yeah, I just the, the the concept isn't there for me. I'm guess I'm having like a hard time understanding why clips would have value when you can just YouTube it. Well, but also it, you own the clip; it's high definition. It's like a baseball card. What what sort of value does a baseball card have other than a lot right what's, now? Well, but again, it's whatever someone's going to pay for it. That's true. In theory, it's a piece of cardboard. It's worthless. But whatever someone wants to pay for it, they will pay. Same thing with these video clips. Whatever you want to pay for the video clips is something that someone will, will give you the money and you can tangibly transfer it to. And they've got some really cool ones out there. But I feel like they're limiting the market in just basketball because there's so many other ways you could make money. So it's just basketball right now. It's only basketball right now, but there might be some veering off into different sports might get into it because you could get home runs and things. They're missing like so much area. Nick, if you could own any clip, like a video clip, you could own a clip of anything in the world, what would you own? That is a question. Uh, For me, it would probably be... At the end of the season where Eric Weddle, Antonio Gates, and Philip Rivers oh. all played together. Um, they embraced and hugged? They did like a bow. Oh, okay. And there was that moment like everybody in the stands stood up and it just kind of made me tear up. See? I, I'd, like, I'd like that clip. That has some value for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I would, I would pay for that clip. I'd probably pay close to 100 bucks for that clip. Exactly. See, now you understand it. I would like it to get in the wrestling realm. I would love to buy top shots of wrestling. 
You know what the ones I would do? What? Mankind being thrown off the cage by the Undertaker. He got thrown off the top of a cage? Off a, like, 30-foot cage onto an announce table. I would love to own that clip for for eternity. Is he okay? Yeah, he survived. His tooth went through his lip, but yeah, he's cool. <laughs> Mankind, Mick Foley, a badass. He's good to go. That is whack. Yeah. I would well, like that clip. That would be a clip I'd like. I think another clip I would like would be, like, any sort of sports fail. Bloopers. Any like, bloopers. I feel like the bloopers should be the ones that are, like, when the camera fell out of the dome. Yeah. Like, right onto the field, like the sky cam, and just oh, fell. What about the parachute guys that just randomly show in there? Streaker clips? Streaker clips would be good. Streaker clips would probably be, like, the limited edition ones. What about <laughs> what about R-rated. when the, uh, you know that, when the Minnesota Dome, when the snow fell through? Oh, And, yeah. like, when everywhere. The thing collapsed? What about that game where the water cannon went off and started mm-hmm. spraying everybody? These are clips that I feel like should be on here. Any knockout. Ooh. Any big-time knockout. It, and there whether, are knockouts in every sport. Whether it's like a baseball fight, I'd love to see that. Uh, anytime big time knockout in boxing or UFC, love when I would people buy that. storm the diamond, like when two Base- coach, yeah, baseball fights in yeah. general. Uh, Pedro throwing down Don Zimmer, sign me up by that. Uh, another one, building explosions, like when they collapse oh, old buildings. Sad, dude. Some of those are so satisfying. It's ridiculous. Sign me up. I want those. I uh, I. Th- they have to branch out to this eventually because just having it be basketball, you're wasting right. a lot of money, I feel like. You could be making so much money. And if I was going to make money, there's two different video types I would love to have top shots of that if I could buy the packs of it and then sell it. Office memes, the show The Office, I would love to buy top shots of like different clips and then be able to sell it to people. Boom roasted. Like a boom roasted, yeah. that's what she said. Uh, first of all, how dare you? Like Some of those are the ones I would love to see. I would love to see those kind of things just to see like what kind of value I could get back for it. And then the other thing, puppy videos. Aww. Any sort of cute puppy videos I would buy as many packs as possible because people love puppy videos. Dude, I could shoot them out. Cat and puppy sell, videos, man. Sell them and I'm good to go. I Wait. could retire tomorrow if I had enough Top Shot puppy videos. Would you just do puppies or would you do cats too? Only puppies. Screw the, I'll do No the offense cats. to cats. You can, you can do cats. I'll do cats. You do puppy. That can be our real business. Right. We can just sell cat and puppy videos to like third party. God, maybe they're onto something. Here. I think this is going to work. We're going to make this one work. But yeah, that's uh, just a little bit of what's going on in the sports realm. Variants of that. But make some money off Top Shots. Go check them out today if you want to. That means it's time for the Terrible Tales of today, as this time around we're going to be talking about more awful stories from around the world. Nick, yes. you said you had two stories? I do. Give us give us one of them to start things off. Okay, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and, and read the, uh, the headlines here, but I have to find... There we go. Good prep. Nice work. Stop <laughs> being prepared. Okay, you stop. Warren, please search for man who pooped in unlocked cars at auto shops. So he just went around pooping in cars? Yeah. Uh, at, so this is from the Detroit Free Press. Uh, it's written by Sloan Tarnella. Employees at two different Warren auto shops were shocked when they realized a random man pooped in cars that belonged to customers. Warren, please told Fox to Detroit WJBK-TV. They're on looking out for a man who pooped in unlocked cars at Mr. Friendly Auto Service in Twin Tire Service. The man first struck at Mr. Friendly Auto Service in November, which is located 
at wherever. The manager, Chris Phillips, told Fox 2 after they realized someone used their customer's car as a bathroom, he checked the security cameras to see somebody defecating in multiple cars. What? They have not caught this man. He is still on the loose. He's still at large. So if you're in Detroit, be on the lookout for the... I, I We need to come up with a name for this guy. The car pooper? The, the auto pooper. Auto pooper. So that was a small... In the zone, st- auto pooper zone. <laughs> this, that was a small story. It was one that was... I like I, that. I, I like it more that it's called a place called Mr. Friendly's. Mr. Friendly's auto service. Mr. Friendly's, Dude, you might get your car defecated. You're going to get shit on. <laughs> And this okay, I have one more because that one is so small. There were there were still it was sure. an ongoing investigation, so there's little about it. But this one you'll like. Okay. I did a lot of research on yes. this. Yes. Let's hear it. Penis man. Or at least one of the penis men has been sentenced and fined. Okay, just men with penises? Penis? This is from the Phoenix New Times, written by Ray Stern. Okay. Penis man sprang up as an unlikely <laughs> counterculture here last year after mysterious graffiti tagger began to spray painting those two iconic words on prominent local buildings, including Tempe's City Hall. But now it's time for the Phoenix man behind the viral vandalism to pay the bill. And here's the thing, Brian. Okay. There's more than one penis man. There's multiple There's penis, penis men? men. Penis men. And they only have one. So in Phoenix, Wait, they they, they, only, have, they share their penis. <laughs> what, is, what are they doing? So so in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah, they they're look, on the lookout for two people that have been spraying penis man all over uh, all over town, like on government buildings and everything. So that's that's all they do. They just write penis man on things. Yeah, and then other people have been like wanting to, to get, help, but to, no, to be exactly to be vigilantes, like penis oh. man. So Wait, one, you mean vigilantes, or they're trying to stop it? They're tr- they're writing on the same oh, thing. So they're penis continuing. Penis. You they're got con- a, you got a copycat. Yeah, penis exactly. Man. You so got a copy penis. One guy wrote, "Rent down, wages up, penis man, fuck venture capital up." Oh, okay. And so now they're on the lookout for multiple penis men. The investigation, the uh, penile like, men, the penile men. Um, it's still ongoing. There is not much this story. I will update you every week on this story because I am following it like a hawk. But uh, that's going to be Nick's alter ego. He's going to be Peni Man. They have done upwards of six hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. It's like up, up and away. Penis I just man. like I just like at the beginning here. The article started with Penis Man spraying. <laughs> I just he uh, rose, but he was a Japanese student, thirty-nine-year-old student of the Japanese language. The Penis Man, yeah. The, the one that got caught, yeah. Oh, but there's more. There's there's, there's more. There's, there's some penis poster. men, and I will I will be helping them get to justice. <laughs> I will not. You will find that penis man. I will find the penis man by the time we're done with this podcast. A thousand episodes, I think you said. Nick will search high and low to find any penis that will fit. One of the buildings <laughs> actually got destroyed by a fire that penis man tagged. So <laughs> okay, all right. What do you got, Brian? Uh, I also went in the same vein. except this time instead of out there i went to florida that's right that was that was good that was florida i knew eventually we'd get to florida most of my stories will come out of florida because florida man is the best this time around the headline is florida man quote blacked out end quote before using scissors to sever his wife's lover's (laughs) penis (laughs) 
And you wrote the article. I didn't write the article. It says New York Post, Brian. <laughs> yes, I wrote it, yeah. So it's from the New York Post. You can find it here today, along with other stories like, is Jason De- Sudeikis, was he high at the Golden Globes? Which I hope he was. Mm-hmm. A Florida man was allegedly used a pair of scissors to cut off his wife's lover's penis, claims he blacked out during the attack. Um, this guy named Alex, he said, is set to play, plead guilty on Thursday to charges of kidnapping, aggravated battery, uh, with a deadly weapon, all this other stuff here, after a 2019 attack in July where he severed the penis of the lover of his wife. Apparently, according to this article, he barged into the victim's home, threatened <laughs> him with a handgun and a metal pipe. He then tied up the man in the bedroom and said, you are not going to die, quote, but you are going to have something to remember this for your whole life. No, dude, this is whack. He said, this is normal. You will not die today. Wait, this is normal? Yeah, that's what he it's said. It's not to this guy. normal to have your no. penis cut off. Though it is a lot more normal than you'd imagine. A lot more penises getting cut off than you'd think. What? You didn't know the story back in the nineties? Oh, with the yeah. The bobbits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, here's what the story said. Uh the guy then takes a pair of scissors, begins cutting off the man's penis, splattering blood everywhere. He continued threatening the man before leaving the home with the severed organ. So he still has the penis somewhere, I'm sure. What is it, like a sick trophy? He's just walking around with holding pe- it. I got no idea, man. I got no idea. Uh, doctors have been unable to reattach the appendage to well, the victim. Oh, so they found... They must evidently yeah, have it, but he yeah. did leave with it. Uh, but they've been having trouble with that, and he's also, the victim, is having trouble urinate and having sexual intercourse with his wife. Uh, by oh, the way, why would no. you even try to? Like, if you had a severed penis, why would you be then trying to reattach it and then having sexual intercourse anytime within, like, the next year? Yeah, why not let that thing heal? I would that let that thing here for a decade before yeah. I tried anything. Oh, dude, painful. What if the stitch got caught in the girl? Oh, no, 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 thank you. Uh, I would just say maybe... Uh, abstain from sexual intercourse for a little while. Celibacy there. for a year. Lent. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, I guess you'd be surprised how many pieces get cut off in, in the I'm, world. I'm going to be wearing a cup from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of things out there that are a little jarring and unsettling, Nick, this is not a political podcast, so I don't want to really go into politics at all. It's You know, whatever side of the aisle you were on, I'm perfectly fine with you. I'm happy to have you on. That was a good setup. That's perfectly fine. But... I do enjoy it when politicians scream and do things that aren't politician-like. And we have a Hall of Famer that came out recently, Nick. Oh, yeah? Yes. At the Conservative Political Action uh, Campaign or Committee Conference, Conservative Political Action Conference that was in Florida, in Orlando, Ted Cruz took the stage early in the week. Okay. And he had an all-time scream. It was phenomenal. He screamed. He screamed. He was excited. He was excitable. It sounded like he was doing a uh, comedy improv set at the beginning. He's like, oh, I flew in from Cancun and my arms are tired, man. (laughs) (laughs) This guy looks like, what what was that guy on the serial? Count Chocula or whatever? A little bit. Sesame Street? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again... I don't want to get political, but Ted Cruz has not been in the news for a lot of great things recently. No. But the material wasn't the worst. I've heard worse comedy sets, but Ted Cruz then at the end decided he wanted to get everyone riled up before the end of his speech. So he yet out, let out a guttural uh, yell here. Let's. I'll, I'll play it for you, Nick. Okay. You, have you heard it yet? No. Freedom! That's how he ended it. <laughs> Freedom! Woo! <laughs> 
He talks about how, how people many have been people put were down. There? Uh, not a not a ton. Of who was he video. trying to rile up? The people who were there. It was oh probably maybe God, a couple thousand. Dude. Freedom! Loved it. I loved it. That is good. Do it again. Freedom! I love it. <laughs> Freedom! That could be in a movie. So it got me thinking, though. I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to get the Braveheart freedom. Freedom! That's what he was trying to get, right? Okay. He was okay. To I get, get it. To that one. So freedom! Freedom! But it was a little over the top. I almost, I almost like Ted Cruz's freedom more than Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson's one is too like showy. And freedom! It's, it's short. It's there. It's, it's not held out. It's not like he's he should be. You're you're going to war with the British. It's freedom. Freedom. Let's hear Ted Cruz. Freedom! Mel Gibson. Freedom. Okay. All right. So the way I'm thinking of it is if Ted Cruz was William Wallace and you hear you hear this, Freedom! you're instantly going to win that war. Yeah. It's a completely different thing than compared to Braveheart's, you know. Freedom! So Mel Gibson should be the politician. Or maybe not. <laughs> but it got me thinking, too. We were talking about different official sounds out there. So, Nick, I want to go through and see if we can get an official sound of the show because I like this Freedom thing. Uh, we got Braveheart. Yep. We got Ted Cruz's. Freedom! <laughs> Which I think we could just throw that randomly in there. Freedom! I love this dude. But I also love politicians who also say some stupid stuff out there too and maybe ruin their political careers. And when I think of that, I think of none other than Howard Dean. <laughs> Remember that back in the day yeah. when he decided to <laughs> all over the place and basically ruined it after he lost the Iowa caucus. Now back to Ted Cruz. I like the Bjarg more. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, we could go back and forth and figure out which one we want to, or we could just rotate these all. So you got... Freedom! You got Ted Cruz. Freedom! I... I, We need to keep those on the soundboard. Okay. Those can be used interchangeably depending on, like, I feel like the Ted Cruz should be top. The Bjarg should be second. And Mel Gibson should just be last. Okay. I, I hate it. I think, honestly, we can just do it. Like, depending on what type of situation we're in, we can be like, you know what? This needs a. Yeah. yeah. And then if there's someone that's being persecuted. Freedom! I love it, dude. He just sounds so into it. I Ted love Cruz it. is getting to the point now where he's just so much of a meme that he's actually appealing to me a little bit. Freedom! He literally yelled that. If you haven't seen the clip, too, it's online. He just goes out, points to the stage, and yells. Freedom! Not like Howard Dean, who was more of a cross the body kind of. But I love them both. I okay. met Howard Dean one time. Weird you, dude. You met Howard Dean? I met Howard Dean. Where did you meet Howard Dean? I met him up on the campus of the University of Maine. He did not do that, though. Um, <laughs> and I was wearing a, a Juventus soccer jersey. It's black and white striped. And he literally went up to me and he said, oh, it must be brave to uh, wear that around here. And I was like, you want to become president? You don't know anything about like European sports? Like this is a pretty well-renowned soccer jersey. Like, you cast people, judgment on him. I did. I did. Right. I was like, I want to be like, this is an Italian soccer jersey. But whatever, you know, that's uh, that's his prerogative. But thank you, Howard Dean. <laughs> thank you, Ted Cruz. Freedom! And thank you, Mel Gibson. Freedom! But more importantly, thank you, Ted Cruz. Freedom! It's now time to rate the hate. Corbin's hating something. 
He hates everything. <laughs> That's a dog that has a lot of hate in his life. He, he loves stuff, but he also hates stuff, too. So we got some things we hate in our lives. Nick, I'm going to let you start first. What is your rate to hate this week? Let me set this up for you. Okay, okay sure. No, I got kind of in-depth last time. You know, I, I gave, and I'm just going to give a little recap. Bread ties? Bread ties. People that don't use bread ties, they got a 69 on a scale from 100. Which I thought was low. I thought You did. I thought that was low, considering I went, what, 95 out of the gate? 95 for Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas? No, what, Michael what McDonald. That's Michael Douglas has no ill will. I have no <laughs> ill will towards Michael Douglas. Don't put, you, don't put those words <laughs> I in I don't even mind. know who that guy is. Michael Douglas, he was married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. You got me. Like an anyway. like incredible actor. Like, seriously, you don't know who Michael Douglas is? I probably do. Oh, my don't God. Don't throw me on the spot on <laughs> the podcast, Brian. Get going. Okay. Backup cameras after it just got done snowing. Well, let me let me let me say okay, that again. That's very oddly specific. Backup cameras after it just stopped snowing. Roads are muddy. The salt trucks have gone through. Your vehicle's kicking up mud and dirt and whatever. You pull into a parking spot. You go and get your groceries. You come out. You go to back up. You can't see a goddamn thing. That thing's covered in mud. That thing's covered in dirt, debris. I can't see a thing. I go, I back up, almost hit a elderly lady. All because people that manufacture cars can't find out a way to make it so my backup camera doesn't get dirty. So what, you want like a little tiny windshield wiper? I need a little tiny windshield wiper that I can toggle on my car to clean off my backup mirror because... That's a great invention, by the way. A little tiny windshield wiper. (laughs) With like a little sprayer. Like a little tiny sprayer. So like this always happens to me, especially in the wintertime, because the salt trucks go through, they make every place all muddy, and my backup camera always gets dirty. And I, I always forget to clean it. Maybe it's a little bit on me, but I just hate backup cameras when it's... After a snowstorm. I hate it. Okay. I hate the fact that they exist, really, because I used to be great at backing up regularly. Now I'm looking at my mirror because my little backup screen's in my mirror. And it just is, It I don't know, I rely too heavily on it. Yeah, I was about to say, the easiest thing to just rem- remedy this whole situation is just to literally look. just look like you are supposed to. So... Because if you take a driver's test and you're looking at the backup camera, they'll fail you on the spot. <laughs> Have you... Was that... Did you do that? No. They didn't have backup cameras back in your day. Um, hey, so I, I passed th- first time. Damn it. <laughs> so I think for backup cameras after it just got snowing, backup cameras in general, I'm not a fan of. No. Do it the right way. I Well, don't yell at me. Do it the right ass. way. Parallel park like normal humans. Don't let the machines I, uh, do it. Do you see me parallel park all the time? You're getting me riled up. I'm sorry. Backup cameras. I hate to do this to them. Yeah. What are you going to rate them? <sighs> 42. 42? That's low. That's not even a hate level. I feel like anything below 70 is not anything you even hate. 1 to 100. I hate something so 1 what'd to you 100. Put, what'd you put it at? 42. 42? 42. Why are you yelling at bullshit me? Bullshit thing. Yelling at me. I think they're 42, dude. Deal with it. All right. I got one better. And one that really grinds my gears. <sighs> I hate it. Okay. When I'm driving along, and this happens all the time. You driving? Well, yeah, but specifically in this situation where I sometimes will do a morning radio show and I hate waking up in the morning. I'm miserable. I'm ornery. 
I always have like weird allergies in the morning. So I'm like always sneezing. It takes me like 30 minutes before I can actually like breathe out of my nose. It's a real mess and I just am miserable. I never get enough sleep. It's the worst. But then I get in my car, which is like 20 degrees out, which is also the worst because I hate being cold. And I'm driving along and I always get there late because this is what happens. I don't want to try to sleep in as long as possible. And I take a long time getting ready for like showering and stuff because it's such an arduous task. And I'm driving down the road. It's five, six o'clock in the morning. And there's always that one a-hole that's driving way too slow. I don't know if they're still drunk from the night before and they're just going through there and they don't want to get pulled over, but it's 40 miles per hour and they're going like 20. This happened to me specifically the other day. I had allocated enough time, but they were driving like half the speed limit. I'm not going to pass somebody at six o'clock in the morning where I have no idea if there's deer around and they go ridiculously slow. Again, I preface this by saying I do not care And if you're going slow and slower than the speed limit during adverse weather conditions, A-OK. Never going to get mad at you. Okay. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to get mad at you if you're going over the speed limit. As long as you're not going recklessly over and you're weaving and you're passing people. Endangering people. But when you go way too slow, way too slow, that's when I get really riled up. Because then you're impacting everybody and you got to respect. There's rules of the road, right? Absolutely, but, uh, but Brian, Brian, before you go forward, yeah, I gotta ask you what. For me, way too slow could be different than you. Way too slow for me. Anything slower than five under is too slow. Five under? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I'm looking at it. If you're not going the speed limit, you're going too slow. Okay, so this also pisses me off. So it's funny that you brought that up. How often does this happen to you? This happens all the time. Literally almost every day I'm driving around the streets, there will be someone who's going well under the speed limit. And I'm not talking like 20 and a 40, but they'll be going at least five under or they'll be going exactly the speed limit. And that bugs me. And again, I'm perfectly fine if you don't want to go five to 10 over. Perfectly fine. But when you're going like five under, it's just like, what are you doing? People have places to go. Drive slow on your own time on the back roads where I don't need to see you. Do you think it just has to deal with the places you're driving through? or I don't know, man. It's old. Are they old people? I, I can't tell you. I, I My favorite thing to do in the world while I'm driving. While I hate this scenario, one of my favorite things in the world to do is to find someone who has done something really shitty while they're driving. Like being a dumbass, right? And then catching up to them, pulling up beside them, and just peering into their side passenger ah, window. okay. And looking to see, first of all, what type of person they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you first look and be like, are they old? Are they young? Are they distracted? So then you gauge them that way. And then if it's appropriate, if they're, if they're older, sometimes I won't do it. But if it's appropriate, what I'll do is I'll just look at them and kind of give them like the little smirk, like, kind of a dumbass, huh? And uh, look, you didn't get any further, did you? And you almost killed me. So, and then so, I just drive like, past. Like one of these, and this is an audio podcast. Yeah, so, so gonna this is not going to work. Yeah. So, really. Like, but yeah, you kind of just okay. lower one of the eyes down, open the other one up. It's kind of like a weird, like, yeah. The people's eye. See eyebrow. what you did. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a Larry David, like, eh, it was a pretty, pretty stupid move. <laughs> but yeah, that is going to get not as high as Michael McDonald's. I set the bar pretty high last time, but an 84. Ooh, wow. Driving that slow. It's not necessarily going to get to the ire I need it to get to, but right now it's an 84 is a respectable list. If, if I was to do yours, if I was talking about people mm-hmm. that drove slow, 
I would probably do 84. 84? Yep. Yeah. I think that's a respectable. I think that's a very fair. That's way more fair than yeah. Michael McDonald. McDonald. Not Michael Douglas. Michael <laughs> Douglas and I have nothing but love <laughs> for one thinks. another. Love you, Michael. This or that. that. This, this or that. that. <laughs> we got to record that sometime. We really do, because every time I want to sing it. Quick update, no bucket of destiny. Uh, Nick has not bought me the printer yet. Still oh waiting. Oh my God, the printer. You never bought me the printer. I just bought a new laptop. That could you could have bought printer. me a printer. I'm I actually... I think I'm I'm gonna get a printer, so you don't have to worry I'll about it. I'll give you five bucks for the printer. You're <laughs> How welcome. much do you think printers cost nowadays? At least Nick? four. It's uh it's a little over five dollars. Okay. I don't even think you can get like a drop of ink for four dollars anymore. Now these so, have but, been my favorite segments, right. by the way. So no no bucket of destiny, which means I had to draw them preemptively. So you do know about these these prompts already. I, I did read them, yeah. Yeah. To see how I felt about it. This them. is gonna be fun. So we got question one and question two. Let's start with question one. You ready for this, Nick? Lay them on me. If aliens took over <laughs> and humans were put into zoos, what would you like in your zoo enclosure? So we're just talking mm. about you are, you, you're basically like, I'm going to say you're a gorilla. I'm oh. going to envision you as a gorilla in a zoo. You're going to be isolated. I mean, you could probably have it populated with other people, but you have Other your animals or other people? Well, it, it would only be humans, so... In your enclosure. Oh, yeah, but, but, but you just said I was a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining like you in a gorilla type zoo setup. Where oh, okay. So my enclosure is like yeah. a zoo. Like a, a right. Gorilla. I was imagining you were a gorilla in a zoo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what would you want in your <laughs> zoo enclosure, Nick? Uh, first things first, I would not be a gorilla. I'd be a eh. majestic liger. Well, but you're not. You're still a human. You're just in a zoo. Yes. <laughs> Rope swing. A rope swing. A rope swing. With That's like the a tire first thing. The first thing you want in your enclosure, you can have anything. Whose in enclosure in this? This is my enclosure. I told you I want a rope swing. I'm, I'm going to get a rope That's swing. That's what you want. Yes. Of everything. A rope ball, swing. maybe? Okay. Uh, <laughs> what else do you want? Just, just paint the picture. Wait a second. I'm going at this like I'm an actual animal. Yeah, dude. I was about to say. You're acting like you're a panda bear in there. <laughs> I'm like, you want a rope swing? <laughs> like, what an idiot. You'd have anything in the world, and you're picking a okay. rope swing? Okay, okay. <clears throat> a coffee maker. <laughs> More like it. All yes. right. A coffee maker. A very nice coffee maker. <laughs> Something that I can wake up to every morning and be like, wow, this isn't so shitty. Fucking rope swing. <laughs> um, But I can have more than one thing. My zoom it's closure. your enclosure, yeah. I would actually have a full barista set up. I take that last one back. I want a full bar where I can make espresso, a latte, coffee, anything. Okay. I would have a year's worth of supply where the McDonald's got rid of their bagels. Completely off the menu. A McDonald's bagel? Uh, a year's worth of supply of McDonald's bagels whenever I feel like it. Made by McDonald's, actually. Why would you... McDonald's bagels out of everything from McDonald's, you want their bagels? Brian... Okay, Don't I'll, I'll put you, you the, on my you next have the shittiest zoo ever. What are you talking about? I'm not even done. Okay, keep going. 75, 75 inch Samsung Q90 <laughs> TV. Because I like the picture. <laughs> uh, probably an Xbox or, or a Switch. Um, I'd like a scooter. So I could scoot around my enclosure. And um, 
maybe maybe a maybe a ball. <laughs> and I definitely need that rope swing. I actually want the rope swing. <laughs> Can you just picture me? He's like with a coffee and a bagel just on a rope swing. Like, uh, here's the wild Nick Netto. And here we have Nicholas Netto eating a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. We allowed him to have anything he wanted, and he decided to have a bagel for McDonald's, (laughs) a coffee, and a rope swing. Oh, my God. I'm never going to let this one down. (laughs) So stupid. People are going to crap on me for that. All right. You know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get a giant, luxurious, like, pad. I'm going to get whole bunch of couches, some living area. I'm going to make the most comfortable thing ever. And I'm going to have a nice entertainment situation with like video games and stuff because I'm going to be locked in the zoo for the rest of my life. So I'm going to have all the video games I can ever want. So I can play that. What about a studio? Unlimited supply of any streaming service so I can continue to watch that. And then on the other part of my enclosure, I'm going to have my own little cigar shop. I'm just going to be able to chill. Oh, that's there. so dope. Can we yeah. live next to each other? No, I don't want to be oh. anywhere near your <laughs> shitty pad. I'm going to be far away. You're going to be the opposite side of the zoo enclosure. I like yours a lot better than mine. And I'm going to have that and so I can watch all the baseball I want to watch, all the sports. I can so play you have, video games. you have like cable. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm better than cable. I've got everything I could ever need streaming wise. I have HBO Max, Peacock, Paramount. I've got everything. Netflix, everything. Paramount. Nice. And then I'll take, you know, I'll just have like, a, I'll have a new pizza, a pizza every day. But not, not like the pineapple, just the pepperoni pizza every single day. What's wrong with pineapple on pizza? I'm not a big fan of pineapple on pizza. I'm a traditionalist. I like the pepperoni and pepperoni only. I will vary and veer off and have I like gotta, buffalo chicken. I but don't like your enclosure. Uh, my enclosure is badass. You're... <sighs> And I'm also, for exercise, I'm going to have... A, I have a rope swing for exercise and a scooter. I'm going to take a bicycle, because that would be nice. Um, and that's basically it. I really don't need anything else. I should have said bicycle. And I'm going to have Corbin there. Corbin's going to be there. Keep me company. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's actually good. I'd probably have like a, a pet of some sort, maybe like a fish. Okay. A nice yeah. little fish? Yeah, like a, like, a, like a Nemo. Okay, well, I'm glad you have a really shitty zoo enclosure. Well, my don't next- screw this is uh, this or that, dude. Come on. All right. Uh, next one. If you could change what people say after someone sneezes, because we again know most of the, often it's like gesundheit or bless you or something mm-hmm. like that. What would you say, or what would be the funniest thing for people to say after someone sneezes? So I go, Achoo. what would be the funniest thing? I can't that say that would be normally okay. Said. I, I I can't because the one obviously I want to say is is too inappropriate to say on this. Okay. Um, I feel like another one would be like, ex- uh, well, no, because excuse me is actually something people say. Um, this one's hard. Yeah. What, what do you got? You must have something. Like, what's the funniest thing people could say? So, can you sneeze for me? Achoo! One more time. Achoo! What was that? That would be the thing you would have. Achoo! What was that? I don't know. That's or the like, stupidest. Or one. like maybe like someone just being like, "Achoo! Awesome." I don't know. What, okay, dude, these are, I got to be honest, the first question is very good. This one, this where one's I can't, a good one. I can't say swears. You want me to say a swear? I'm going to say a swear. I just say fuck. Okay. It's just weird. What about Excelsior? Can you sneeze? Achoo. Fuck. Well, you could be like, fuck you. We've had too many F-bombs on this podcast. So I like Excelsior. So you sneeze. I'll, I'll, I'll sneeze, right? Yeah. <clears throat> 
Excelsior! Excelsior! How about this one? Big Mark Wahlberg fan. Yeah. Every time you sneeze, you say, Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> right. uh. Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> I like that one. That that one actually could work. I yeah. think I want to use that. If anyone sneezes on the show from now on, you have to say, instead of bless you or gazinte, it's say hello to your mother for me. I got one. Okay. I got one. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to redo. Yep. Sneeze. Achoo. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, not bad. That's not yeah. bad. I think we could roll with some of these. Okay. We could make these work. That was okay. Well, uh, what segment was this called again? Uh, this or, or that. that. This or that. Say hello to your mother for me. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That is going to wrap it up, though, for this edition of the Stack Tech Podcast. We've made it through two episodes, and this one I think is slightly longer than the last. I what did I say? It is. It is our disdain for Keenan. Really, (laughs) it brought us over, dude. This I. What what fun! This was fun. This is fun, and again, we're going to be posting these episodes uh, every Tuesday morning at approximately nine o'clock. Sometimes Podbean will get hacked, which is where we have our hosting. Sometimes it won't get hacked. Yeah, that won't get yeah. DDoSed or whatnot. That was sort of what happened, unfortunately, for the first episode, where people on uh, iTunes are like, "Where is it?" and they had gotten a cyber attack. The, so. the goal is to have it out. By at nine, it will be yeah. done. It'll be out there, whether or not it gets actually posted out there by the people that are that's not me is uh, up for debate but usually tuesdays at 9 a.m will be when it drops so look forward to that one and again we had our first ever launch of the master debate and it went on thursdays same time except on thursdays 9 a.m and you can also watch it on facebook and youtube as well video elements as well there if you haven't checked out the first edition of the master debate there's also an audio format you can get here um it's uh, indiana jones versus han solo not too shabby not very not very good very good yeah, I like that. I thought it was. I thought it went pretty well. And I, again, uh, before you before you close thing out, uh, are, do we want to mention what the next debate's going to be? The next one is going to be <laughs> Coke versus Pepsi. Ooh, I like that one. Uh, Nick, of course, will be arguing Coke. Yes, mine will be Pepsi. It's a straight up brawl for it all, depending yeah. on who will win for soda supremacy. That was so good. Yeah, like that, that was good. But uh, before we end it, uh, before you go on to what the uh, oh, actually social media channels. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Yep, all you can all find a social media for f- Facebook is so is Stack Deck Pod. So just facebook.com slash Stack Deck Pod on Instagram and Twitter. It's also Stack Deck Pod, but at symbol four. It's S D A S D A C K E D D E C K P O D. The stack. It's not S T A C K. It's Stack D. Stacked. Ed. Deck. Put the ed on your name. Put the ed on your lips. Uh, YouTube's a little harder to find just because it's harder to find channels, but just uh, type in the Master Debate or Stack Deck. And you, you type can in the Master Debate, it pops right up. You can usually find it at some point yeah. very quickly. So Before we end it, uh, again, I just want to say uh, thank you for everyone that tuned in to the first podcast yeah. and the Master Debate. We're, uh, we're getting closer and closer to a million every single day. Yeah, 999,926. Wow. So we're really close. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I think about that? That's what I think about that. That's yeah! <laughs> Freedom! So, if you enjoyed this one... Freedom! Make sure you listen. we got another one dropping on Thursday, Coke versus Pepsi. Follow along on the social media. Freedom! And we'll have more coming your way. Freedom! Uh, and then maybe we'll have more Ted Cruz. Freedom!
up. Who knows? I think we should each do our own freedom right now together to end the podcast. Maybe. Well, I mean, freedom! we're going to have to do it right now. Okay, do it. We got to do it together. All right. Three, two, one. Freedom! <laughs> that was so stupid. All right, follow along on the social media channels. We probably just blew out every single speaker in my freaking studio here. But for Nicholas Netto. Yeah, everybody have a good day. For myself, Brian Stackpole. And for Corbin, here's Ted Cruz. Freedom! As we say goodbye, and we will take you out into the deck. We'll see you next time. Next Tuesday, Thursday, Master Debates. Follow us along on social media channels. We'll see you next time. See you then.